Oh, man. It happened. It really happened. And uh, it's Mosley and Simcox. And what a day. Oh, there it is, Stephen. That's awesome. Stephen's got all this. We're going to let you hear from uh, Scott Drew. And uh, we were all up late last night. Stephen was all over this thing listening. Go ahead and celebrate, Waco. Go ahead and celebrate, Baylor Nation. Steven, you would have loved it, man. Everywhere I went, people would be like, hey, guys, love the show. I stream it from Kansas City. I mean, really, really cool all around town. But uh, it has happened, and it is crazy pandemonium. Um, and uh, I tell you, it, it, uh, uh, Stephen, 155, I believe, is what I've been told. The plane lands, I think folks would – Surely they would encourage folks to go out there to the Waco Airport. Stephen, can you get your folks out there? You think they have enough time? If you text your mom right now, uh, don't you kind of feel like she would want to be out there to kind of welcome the Bears back after a national title? <laughs> you think she's been on, like, the Dick Sporting Goods or Nike, whatever the site is, with all the national title gear kind of stocking up? Considering she was <laughs> – Standing on my porch about 11 o'clock last night in tears. I think she's she's having a pretty good day. <laughs> tell the Simcoxes, tell them to get out there. Tell them to tell them to be a, they need to get a, be a part of that thing. Um, 155 team lands. Uh, we've got a big show planned for you. We're going to go right to three o'clock. JMO. I mean, he's going to be. He's got to travel back. So we're just going to roll right through his show today into the three, Mosley and Simcox. I mean, really, Stephen, we should be a two-hour show anyway, so this makes this makes sense. Although we're not going to ever take – we don't want to take uh, J-Mo's spot because he's the greatest. We do. J-Mo can be wherever he wants. Where does J-Mo want to be today? Like, Stephen, if he called in and said, listen, guys, the only time I can do the show is 3, three in the morning. All right? That's when I can do it live. We would just we would just move everything around and do a three a.m. show, wouldn't we? Yeah, I don't know who's board in that, but sure, somebody somebody would get up here okay, and get three, it done. A three a.m. shift. <laughs> JMO wants to do a three a.m. show, guys. Get it together. But uh, I got you know JMO's been great doing all his shows from there. We've had some really cool sponsors of that, and uh, we want to thank Central National Bank. Man, what a what a group that is, and. Uh, they just have so much cool stuff going on. It's a great bank. They're, they're unbelievable sponsors. Temple, Austin. Got two locations in uh, in the Waco area. And that one's out kind of near Schmaltz's. I like to go get a sandwich. And I like to go. I like to kind of go through that drive-through banking line over there. Just kind of see what they're up to. Steven, I think the, the problem is with Joe Nesbitt, the uh, – the president over there, the bank, and uh, Fonville, the executive vice president. I don't. I'm not always putting money in. I just go through the drive-through to say hi to them. Say hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> you want to open an account, Matt? No, I just kind of wanted to say what's up. Guys, yeah, just want to come by and say what's up. What's up? So uh, there's a lot of excitement in the land. I have made it. Uh, I've made it back. Kind of want to be a part of that huge. Uh, I just, you know, the celebration out there. I was trying to figure out how I could be, how I could get from Indy to the Waco airport in time to welcome the team home. But um, 
Uh, you know, we'll we'll account for all that. We're a big time station. We'll we'll have we'll have it ready to go out there. It's awesome. This is an awesome day, an awesome day in the life of ESPN Central Texas and the life of Baylor. And uh, Stephen, you were really nice last night. I you know I loved hearing from you, and you know how much this means to me and my family. How excited we are, and uh, and then Stephen, as only he could, right after I heard from you, who do you think I heard from? I got a got a nice. I got a nice, uh, no, I mean, right after the game, I thought it was the nicest thing. Gary Patterson, not Matt Rule. <laughs> now, I did bump into Coach Aranda, and, uh, but Gary Patterson, the TCU coach, is like, I heard from Simcox, like, congratulations, Matt, I'm happy for you. And then the next note. Congrats, Matt. Matt, I'm just so happy for you. Gary I just realized Patterson. the title game was tonight. I've been knee-deep in spring football. <laughs> Gary, Gary, Gary joining us. That's basic. I sound like Gary today. I'm just, I, I, you know, I was kind of trying to take that thing in stride, Stephen. I had, uh, you know, we had some, uh, had some really good seats up there at Barrett. Boy, the Bear, the Bear Foundation does such a great job, and uh, I uh, had a little help from the the Gorman family, the great Gorman family. They might have, they might have been kind of involved, making sure. My buddies and I were in really good position for this thing. Uh, Dr. Browning was up there with me. Greg Blankenship. My wife joined me for the championship game, and it was greatness. And, Stephen, I kind of was i was on the same row as uh, Dr. Anderson. Dr. Anderson, Dr. Uh, John Anderson and Rachel Juice, we call him, Justin Anderson, their son. Andrew, the son-in-law, was also with them. Uh, and Steve, we just happened to be on the same row, and they're lifetime friends. But the, the Bear family, Stephen, it was a time when we all sort of came together. And um, my wife had to get, you know, they, they had the, the mask watchers out. You know, we were all up there spread out. I've had my two vaccinations. <laughs> but they, security was tight, man. If you even pulled it down for a second. I mean, I thought, I, you know, I was drinking some Diet Coke. I thought that was okay, and. Boy, they'd get after you. They'd get after you. And they held a sign up right in front of you. There's a big red sign that said, keep your mask on. <laughs> they, were, they were tough. But um, it, there was, Stephen, it got to like 9 to nothing, and then it was like 9 to 1. And I did have that feeling like, okay, this is too good to be true. Like, this is, this is a quick start. I mean, this is pretty unbelievable. And then it started to kind of unfold, and you start to ask yourself, could they – could they run away and hide from Gonzaga? I like Jay Billis says Gonzaga, Gonzaga, and uh, I, I just, I thought no way, no way. I mean, you know, this is a this is a battle hardened team. They're going to come back and fight this thing out. And the Bears just kept dropping stuff. It's just like boom, 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 shot after shot after shot, and um, even those little six zero one six zero run. Gonzaga hit, and Stephen, they kind of got within, you know, like, let's say 14 or something, or 12, all right, in the first half. And then the Bears, it's like Maceo would just calm things down. Like, Maceo would just get free for one of those floaters. I mean, it was – I would say it partially it's one of the greatest game plans in the history of the national title. I mean, let's give Jacus, let's give Coach Jacus our buddy. Let's give Jerome Tang. Let's give, obviously, Scott. Let's give Coach Brooks. Let's give them all their due credit. I mean, they, 
I, I guess one thing I should say, Stephen, and we'll kind of talk about this through the day. Fran Fraschilla, our buddy from ESPN, is going to join us at one thirty to talk about all this. But and he'll he'll have a little bit more on the strategy of things. But did, did it seem like they just kind of put Timmy in a, cho- a chokehold? I mean, it's like they just ran dudes, big dudes, at him, and they were yeah. they never could <laughs> get any breathing room. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean, it was I think it was the ball denial too. Like they. They didn't even let him get a good catch because he was actually five for seven for the day, which is, you know, not terrible. Of course, some of that came in garbage time. But, yeah, I was I was amazed because I'll be honest, like that to me was the matchup. I thought, well, you know, Flo, can, can Flo Thamba hang with this guy? And uh, he just did a number on him in, in everyday John. But he looked completely uncomfortable. And I, I just think from the beginning, we've said it all year and – at a certain point, I was like, well, that maybe that's just a narrative, this idea that Gonzaga just hadn't played anybody of this caliber. But Baylor punched him in the mouth, and they never recovered. I mean, it was obvious that that was a team that was not used to getting behind by 10 or 12 points because that hadn't been something that happened all year. And all of a sudden, you look up, and at the first media timeout, they're down 12, and Suggs is out with two fouls. And uh, you, you could just tell they were kind of looking around like, what the heck's going on? You're right. It just it they they and and I thought some of their comments, Stephen. You heard what Scott Drew. And we'll listen to some of that, but they, they, you know, they. I thought Kispert was pretty good. Just saying, they punched us in the mouth, and we didn't. I mean, from the start, we could we didn't punch back. I mean, all of what you were saying is right. But I mean, they have Nimhard. They got a Yahi. They got so many guns. But you know what also happened, Stephen? And again, we'll continue to talk about this. We'll talk strategy. I mean, this is your Baylor place to be today. Okay. This is where you want to be. We're going to have guests kind of rolling through here. And um, and we're going to take it all the way to 3 o'clock today. All right? And I, I would – I better not promise this, Stephen. I, I probably would – I could be convinced to go to 6 today. Just 1 to 6. <laughs> they may take me up on that. Stephen, I better be careful. What if they would say – Yeah, Tom just left the building. <laughs> that's, that's weird. <laughs> Tom just went home. This is insane. This is insanity. So many people I want to talk to. Kind of want to get. I kind of want to get. We should talk to Jim. I mean, just you know, can you imagine just the tears, just the what everybody was thinking. I was with a former Baylor basketball player, David Hamilton, uh, flying back late last night after the game. I mean, just, just. We, I mean, it's just so. And I told him, I said, you know, forevermore, you played. He was a really good player. He just happened to play in kind of like a three. We had three different coaches during his four years. And, and so it was a tough, tough time for him. And, and he just didn't quite get used right. He was before his time. He was a six, seven uh, wing for, you know, who could shoot the three like crazy. And, you know, it was still at a time, Stephen, where you're like, you're six, seven. You should be down low. It's like, no, this guy can hit threes and everything. But I told him, I said, you are always going to be, you will forever be a part of a national championship winning program. And the women have uh, won three of them, and and that's pretty dang exciting, and and uh, and I love it. I love that about our program. But I mean, that, that's it. That's what that's what we were known for. But now it's both. Now it's both programs. I mean, it's kind of like what UConn. I mean, the women were already just you know perennial powerhouses, and these last two years, the men have joined them as just a flat out. You know, now they're on top of the world. So 
I mean, I, I it's just I get to do this for like 364 days. Defending national champions. And at some point, Stephen, it'll be appropriate to talk about, okay, who's coming back, who's going to the NBA, all that stuff. Today's not the day. All right, I already had people. Now, who's coming back next year? What will it be like? Well, I'm like, Flagler, Meyer, EJ, they'll all be back. I feel like I feel like we ought to find a way to get vital, like a seventh or eighth season. You know, just like he committed to Baylor. <laughs> he can be a GA and a player. He can be like a player yeah. GA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Technically, those they're all given an extra season, so I think vital. I think there's a chance he could go. I don't think he wants to. I mean, it's time to go play some pro ball or whatever. They got some amazing guys coming in, this this new recruiting class. But, again, today is to celebrate national title. Steven, I would just say, and, again, we got Fran Fraschilla coming up at 130. I mean, that, that to me, they there was no – and we, uh, there was no fear. I mean, it was just, it was just a utter lack of, uh, of. I mean, just complete fearlessness. I mean, the, the approach from the start. It was just bomb, bomb, bomb. Butler hits threes. You come out of the second half, and I'm like, I told uh, Dr. Anderson over there near me. I said, Hey, this, uh, this first four minutes. I mean, we always think first two or three minutes of the second half are huge. But I felt like it was, like, monstrous because you're in the national title game. You're up 10. You feel like Gonzaga's about ready to make a run on you. And Butler just comes out and just bomb, bomb, just threes. They couldn't guard him. I mean, they really couldn't. I mean, I, I guess they made about – Stephen, I don't have it in front of me. I think they made 10 of 23 three-pointers. I think they made about 10 three-pointers. And, like, seven or eight of them were kind of contested. I mean, they you know, they – from a stats standpoint, they would be counted as contested. They were just pulling up, dropping threes in people's faces. And I don't know what it was like, Stephen, from home, like watching it. But well, let me ask you this. Since you were, you were well, you were probably, you were having to, you were doing it all. But I'm sure you had the broadcast on. Was it, were they just kind of like going crazy, like Nance and Raftery and Grant? Like, I can't believe how many shots they're making. Was it just like, or they just bowled over. I mean, I, I can't wait. I'm hoping CBS Sports Network, you know, I'm not smart enough to remotely record it on my satellite. I, I, I think I might figure it out, but I, I don't think I got it done. I'm, I'm hoping to watch the whole broadcast uh, uh, this afternoon or tonight. What what was it like, Stephen? Were they, were they just kind of almost in, in shock at what they were seeing? Yes, I think that's the right word. The, first, the entire first half, it felt like they were – all kind of saying this is amazing but you know Gonzaga has a great offense they're super efficient they'll make this a game uh but though as you said those first five minutes of the second half were key and you could sense it turning then in a, a clip I included in the open which I think was the moment everybody kind of realized it was that transition uh sequence where they hit Flagler and he nailed the three to push it to a 16 point lead with like 12 minutes left and you could just tell the, the broadcast team was like, okay, we're we're witnessing something here. Like this is, yeah, this is probably curtains. I, I at that point, Stephen, I had I a lot of times people kind of think it's just kind of weird about me because obviously I want Baylor to win, and sometimes I'll get pretty into it. But I, a lot of times I'll just be so dialed in that I just sit there and don't say anything. I don't cheer. I just like really get extremely focused. 
at about that point when Flagler hit that, it's a good point, Stephen. He dropped that, he dropped that three pointer on him, and you, you just tell the team went nuts. The coaching staff was going nuts. The Baylor fans in the building, Stephen. I don't know what it sounded like on TV. They're pretty loud. I mean, we had I, that's about as many. And boy, kudos to the Bear Foundation and and the Baylor people for distributing as many tickets as they could. The students got there. Some of the students were were there. But Stephen, then I kind of started. I started kind of working my way down the row. I was, I just kind of was like, it was started, the wave started to hit me, kind of like it probably hit the broadcast. Hey, I think, I think this might happen. But even until <laughs> there were about three minutes left, and I don't know, it was maybe 15, 60 point lead, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't quite grasp it. I was like, okay, this would be an epic meltdown, but I think they have this. And then at one point I looked down there and like, they take Timmy's like hugging Baylor players and stuff. Like they're they're taking players out, and I'm just like, this is happening. This is really happening. So it was funny, Stephen. All the fans, including my uh, my group, we we would hear these rumors. Um, one section one twenty seven, uh, section one twenty one. They still they they already have national title gear there, and so F- Baylor fans would go racing down there, and they'd be like, nope, nope. They're like, you we're out. You can go to DickSportingGoods.com or something. And so we're all like, of course, I'm not going to be able to figure that out on the fly. So our wives are somehow trying to, and you hear the guys like, give me a large, give me. And, of course, I'm like, do they have XXL? <laughs> like, give me a big one. I want a big one. <laughs> oh, man. So I got any sweat, any national championship sweatpants? <laughs> I need some joggers. Oh, my goodness. But great job by you. Um, we're going to listen to some of that audio. We, we, need to, we, need to, we need to take a quick, a quick getaway here. And then, uh, boy, and again, Central National Bank, uh, NeighborWorks, Waco, Schmaltz's, uh, Dr. Tyler Cooper, the Cooper Fitness Group, you know, the supplements, the Omega-3s, they're behind us and I got to say, Stephen, the the Coopers, they not only sponsor our show, but they kind of sponsor me altogether. They just kind of take me around with them everywhere. So that's pretty that's pretty awesome. That's pretty insane that they do that. So um, it was cool. It was just a great, great uh, moment all the way around. Uh, we're going to have Fran Fraschilla at 130. We'll also kind of let you hear a little bit from uh, – from Scott Drew, Stephen was up late last night doing some great work. It's what he does. Man takes all sorts of initiative because he's a great, he's a great radio man. And so he was up late, and uh, even a horn frog could be happy for those bears last night. Maybe, maybe just Gary and you, Stephen. And I had, I did have one horn frog call me. One of my buddies, Lee Casey. I think we played soccer at TCU, and he said something like, "I can't, you know, I can't root for." Baylor, but I can root for you was his, you know, he was, people were happy for me, which was so nice, but it was just funny. They couldn't quite go all the way. They're like, I wasn't rooting for Baylor, but I was rooting for you, which is kind of strange, but whatever. I'll take it. I'll take it. His dream scenario was that you would be proud of them in a loss. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's always strange, like how Aggies, like literally, like first of all, they didn't even acknowledge us for years. They don't even think this was a true rivalry. 
and yet they're able to go, well, I was cheering for Gonzaga, but I'm happy for you. Like, what? that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would – I mean, I when Texas was playing USC for the national title, I, fa- I did find myself, as hard as this is to admit, I found myself rooting for the Longhorns to beat the Trojans. I did. I wanted I, – I mean, I was excited for them. So, anyway. But I, I, most people in Texas, I think, are happy for Baylor. Um, and, and I get it. There's been stuff that's happened over the years. People, maybe people just can't root for Baylor. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. It was a great team. The one thing they can't deny is that that team of players, whether they don't like Baylor or whatever, that group of players will, they're immortal. I mean, they, that will, that will go on forever right there. I mean, you can't, those guys will never be able to buy a Dr. Pepper in this town again. All right. It, it's, it just, it's not going to happen. Their money is no good in Waco, Texas. I mean, last night, Stephen, I think I would have had the $100 handshake out if I'd run into some of them. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Not compliance is going to be a (laughs) 55-01 Bagby. Mostly. (laughs) Davion, okay, I want to shake your hand. Okay, um, I'm kidding, compliance. I would not do that. I'm very professional. Uh, We got Fran Fraschilla. And we get, we'll hear from Scott Drew. All that's coming up next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael LaPointe. Mostly cloudy with a few peaks of sunshine today, but it's going to be very windy with a high of 84 degrees. The wind continues tonight with mostly cloudy skies. We drop to 67 and clouds to start the day tomorrow, then mostly sunny, breezy and 84. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas wants to congratulate the Baylor Bears men's basketball team on bringing home the NCAA National Championship to Central Texas. Davion Mitchell, right wing. Ooh, he'll turn on the Jets. Run it and lay it in. There's the blow-by by Davion Mitchell. The Baylor Bears. 64-51. Bears on top. Here's a block by final from behind of Kispert. Starts the break the other way. Flaglers, three. Good from the right side. What a play. Another turnover that the Bears turn into big points. Baylor men's basketball. Through Timmy, top of the key, ball knocked away and stolen. Davion Mitchell has it. Drive, layup, no good. Jonathan Chumla Chachua with the loose ball. Kicks it outside. Three is good by Flagler. Congrats to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears from your friends here at ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears, the national champions. Flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest 
priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. If you're looking for the perfect truck, this is your sign to come to Freedom Country in Colleen and finally get the truck you've been dreaming of. The Ram 1500 is America's most awarded light-duty pickup. Freedom Country in Colleen is the dealership to save big and get a great deal on your new Ram. Freedom Country is two stores, one location, double the selection. You can find Rams, Dodges, Jeeps, Chryslers, and Fiats all in one convenient location. Visit the store or online at FreedomCountry.com. Buy for less in Colleen at Freedom Country. ESPN Central Texas wants to congratulate the Baylor Bears men's basketball team on bringing home the NCAA National Championship to Central Texas. Davion Mitchell right wing. Ooh, he'll turn on the Jets. Run it and lay it in. There's the blow-by by Davion Mitchell. The Baylor Bears. 64-51. Bears on top. Here's a block by final from behind of Kispert. Starts the break the other way. Flaglers, three. Good from the right side. What a play. Another turnover that the Bears turn into big points. Baylor men's basketball. Through Timmy, top of the key, ball knocked away and stolen. Davion Mitchell has it. Drive, layup, no good. Jonathan Chumla Chachua with the loose ball. Kicks it outside. Three is good by Flagler. Congrats to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears from your friends here at ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears, the national champions. Flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Man, we're up. We're right. Almost ready. I'm going to give him a... Give him a heads up, Stephen. We're about ready to get uh, Fran Fraschilla on talk about all this. How about that? What a deal, Stephen! I like that. Our guy, our our. Uh, I mean, I really like our our, uh, our our voiceover guy. He's great. That was really cool to hear all that. Hear the uh, montage. We'll have stuff like that uh, all day today. Um, what a what an unbelievable day it is. Team going to get in. They're supposed to get in around two. We'll see. We'll kind of keep you updated. We got folks out there on the ground that are helping us gather things, gather a little bit of audio, and so we'll uh, we'll turn that around and we'll have some fun stuff from out there at the airport. Stephen, can you produce my show and get to the airport here in about twenty thirty minutes? Can you do that? Is that too much to ask? No, I, I think uh, we've got Jerry Hill on the ground out there, the great Jerry Hill from Baylor. We've got the team. we got the team kind of um, – we got this thing covered up. There's so much excitement in the air. Baylor Bears win a, uh, a national title. And uh, getting ready to talk to uh, Fran Fraschilla. Um, and uh, Fran is always on the move. He's a man that uh, loves to spend a little time out in Colorado. Has a has some some fun times out there. Just moves around the country, but uh, excited to have him for his analysis. And he knows 
how happy I am and, and the excitement over this. Bears beat Gonzaga. You know, I got so caught up in it. You know, Stephen, usually I'm usually you just kind of I, I was watching the points. I was watching the fouls because Timmy got in foul trouble and I was just watching that so closely. But when pandemonium started breaking out with about two minutes left, I did find myself late last night <laughs> needing to look back and just kind of go, what was the score of that game? Like, what was the final? Like, it, it, I, did, I don't know if I ever I was taking pictures. I was watching the confetti. Oh, good, good. Okay, Fran's with us. I'll stop all my my uh, my Baylor talk. We need to get we need to get this guy ready to roll. Fran, you know how excited I am. I mean, this is I was yeah. there and watching all the confetti, and I I have to think that. And Fran Fraschilla joining us on uh, Matt Mosley's show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas. I I had to think, man. There there's almost. Um, I don't know if you were quite as happy as I was, but my goodness, Fran, you've known this program. You're, you know, you love Scott. You have such a great relationship, Jerome. What did that feel like when you when you knew the Bears had wrapped that thing up? Well, first of all, I'm a journalist, so you know I'm very even-handed there, Moe. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I felt equally. You know, actually, in all honesty, I had four very good friends in the Final Four. Uh, this weekend, all four of these guys I've known for a long time, but specifically knowing that Mark Few tomorrow morning will still be a Hall of Fame coach and will be fishing in the Spokane River, I guarantee you that, um, and very disappointed right now. I was very, very happy for Scott and the staff and cannot believe it's happened. I cannot believe that what he talked about 18 years ago, prayed about, worked 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 so hard to uh attain has happened it's just only I don't, I don't know it's it's fairy tale you know uh but you and i and those of us who've been around the program for all these years have seen it bit by bit get better 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 he became a better coach you know there's a culture there that's second to none and uh very happy for everybody associated with baylor university and particularly the basketball program yeah, it's pretty amazing to see, and and uh, Fran, you've had kind of a front row view uh, of of a lot of this. Uh, walk us through your impressions of of sort of what that game plan looked like, what you you know what it was. Yeah. And obviously, they had some success. Timmy did just not; he didn't go off like he has been through yeah. much of this tournament. What what were your eyes telling you about what the Bears were doing that seemed to uh, uh, take? One of the one of the all time great offenses out of its rhythm. Yeah. Well, first of all, Mose, I honestly think Saturday I saw pre COVID Baylor. You know, we saw it in the second half against Villanova, but Saturday was seventeen and zero Baylor. You know, uh, and so I, I, that meant to me that by Monday that this would be a dogfight uh, at the very worst. You know, because there was a time. At the end of the season, I said it on the air. I said, this is not the same team. It just can't be. You know, three weeks, no practice, eight kids in the protocol. So it all started to me Saturday. And then what we saw last night was on the offensive end, let's start there first. Uh, Drew Timmy, as great, great a player as he is, because of Baylor's versatility, their guard play, but Drew Timmy was a, uh, like a linebacker guarding Jerry Rice in his prime. No chance, and just the way it was. They switch a lot. Baylor took advantage of it. Scott Drew has become an, an incredibly good tactician, um, and and it's been proven time and time again in recent years. So 
They took their guards. They made you guard them with bad matchups. It forced Gonzaga to go to zone. That didn't work either because the ball movement and the shooting is exquisite. And then defensively, you know, ironically, on offense, they look like Picasso. On defense, they look like junkyard dogs, which they are. And it, what's, it, what's, what makes this team so special is these are uniquely great kids off the court who play with a chip on, on the court. But um, they separate it, and it's amazing to watch. Talking to Fran Fraschilla, ESPN, Big 12 uh, analyst, and does such a great job. Joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN. I mean, Fran, that's got to be a lot of pride, and you have such a great relationship. Coach Huggins, a lot of the Big 12 coaches, uh, I would think there's a great deal, even though these guys love to beat each other. But do you feel like that gauntlet that you – that you go through in the Big 12? I mean, this was a great Baylor team no matter who they played. But, I mean, is this yeah. is this proof of anything that Gonzaga threw a weaker schedule and maybe, you know, it, when it came down to it, Baylor was a little bit more battle-hardened? Or is that reading too much into it? Well, it's an argument you can make, and it's been made before. I would say the counter-argument to that is I've seen Big 12 teams go into, into the NCAA tournament absolutely worn out from the fight, from the gauntlet, from the three months. I thought the, the best thing, the silver lining of the loss to Oklahoma State in Kansas City, and I talked to Coach Drew that night, was, hey, we're going to finally get to practice some, which we haven't been able to do at the end of the year because we had to make up all these games. And they also, and again, I don't think they had their sharpest early in the tournament, uh, a couple, some good performances, but no, I think it can go either way, Mose. I really do. Uh, one thing I thought you were going, uh, one route I thought you were going was there is absolutely, I've seen this, I've seen it, um, there's absolutely a pride factor of the co- uh, of, by the coaches in this league, for the league, and its teams, and its success. And despite what anybody says about Scott Drew early in his tenure at Baylor and all the, you know, Bob Knight didn't like him or Rick Barnes, you know, Rick is my friend. I worked for him. And what Rick didn't like was it was no longer two wins a year for Texas. That's what Rick did. <laughs> right, right now, today in this league, I see it all the time. There is an incredible camaraderie amongst the coaches. And I think everybody in the Big 12 today is proud of Baylor. They're proud of the league. They, you know, it's a little bit more of a message about how good this league is. I love how you put that. And by the way, that's where I was headed. But you know, my brain. Then I then I shot <laughs> off somewhere else. I mean, that's how well, that's kind of how I, I get operate. Paid to do that, you know, I get paid to, <laughs> to say those things. So, and I can say it. I can say it because I work for Rick, and I know how Rick is, and I and I know how he and and Scott have been, you know, in recent years. So, I think yeah. I think Scott has proven himself as a great coach and a. And someone that really cares not only about Baylor but about the Big Twelve. I mean, that's been proven time and time again. Yeah. Now, I mean, they can, once you win one of these things, it's like you say, Mark Few's still a Hall of Famer if he yeah. never wins it. Yeah. I mean, Charles Barkley never won a won, won a uh, NBA title. He's still a Hall of Famer. He's still one of the greatest. But this is it's just beyond belief, isn't it, friend? That we can kind of all all the prognosticators can say, well, they're just not quite at Gonzaga's level. And you had a good look at this thing that that yeah. they, the pre the pre COVID the post COVID and it almost flipped, didn't it? The the post COVID, even when Baylor kind of showed that they were back a little bit, it was still kind of yeah. like Gonzaga's at a different level. And it, it, yeah. it they went away from saying Baylor and Gonzaga were kind of alone. It was kind of like there's Gonzaga and everybody else. 
and then all of a well, sudden me, it hit us in the face yeah. that last night. Well, me, that, yeah. Yeah. Let me correct. Let me correct you because it's Gonzaga. Because remember, you're not the Zogs, you're the Zags. See. I want, yeah, you, I, I I want hear, you to be smart, Mose. I, I hear you and Billis doing that. Well, I, yeah, you know, when you're from Kaufman, well, see, Texas, I, I, you, I'm not you say Gonzaga. I'm on Twitter like Jay did. I'm just telling you as a friend. So. <laughs> uh, but, but, no, I mean, listen, I, I said this a month ago. If you may remember this tweet, I said that I believe that Scott Drew will someday be in the Naismith Hall of Fame. And I think this championship last night certainly is a huge piece of the – Naismith Hall of Fame resume. If he continued us to do over the next 10 to 15 years what he's already done at Baylor, I believe he will be in the Naismith Hall of Fame someday. You know, I, I really believe that. 600 wins starting out where they were. And I'm only thinking ahead now. It might be 700. I don't know, but I haven't added them up. But I do think Scott Drew right now today has a chance to be in the Naismith Hall of Fame, which is an impossible thing to say for anybody who was around 18 years ago at that August press conference. Yeah, yeah, when everybody thought, what are you doing at age 32? <laughs> yes, yeah, Scott Why Drew. Why did you take this job? Why did you take this job is what I said to myself. Did did, uh, did you know Scott at uh, Valpo and, and and had crossed paths with Homer? Like when, when was the first yeah. time you remember getting to know him a little bit? Uh, 98. Final four, I believe that was the year that Bryce hit the shot, and uh, mm. my St. John's team made its first appearance in the NCAA tournament in a while, and we were together. I, I, I can remember uh, people who are listening in Central Texas will know what I'm talking about. There's a barbecue place on the Riverwalk. It's kind of a chain, but it's, I don't know, it can't. And so anyway, we we were at an event at this barbecue place on the Riverwalk on the, that week at the Final Four, getting some awards for coaching. And that's where I met Homer. That's where I met Scott. And just, you know, we just, you know, I mean, if you don't like Homer Drew, then you're, you know, you don't like people. So we just <laughs> hit it off. And then when Scott got to Baylor uh, and I knew Bob Bodine, who's a good, very close friend of the program who did the search for Dr. Sloan and the university. Uh, I got to know Scott even better that year. We had just moved to Dallas. And, uh, you know, a friendship kick, kicked in, and, and um, I'm, I'm proud to say that uh, while I've been impartial as much as I can be through the years, um, I, I feel good about watching the development of Scott as a human being, as a coach, and, and, and the program. And so, yeah, it's kind of fun. We were sitting home last night here in Dallas, my wife and my son, Matt, who's a Villanova, who's very close to Coach Drew. They, mm -hmm. they text at least once a week, and they just played Villanova, so that was kind of bittersweet. But um, we were all kind of, you know, mixed emotions because of Mark Few and my relationship. But trust me, Mo's all of these guys, they're not going to – Mark Few's not changing today, and neither is Scott yeah. Drew. They're the same great people that you see that they are. So, Well, we, we whether you like it or not, we sort of count you as part of the Baylor family. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't mind it. Trust me, I don't mind it. And I'm glad I'm – glad, I'm, I'm glad because it also allows me to be a member of the Big 12 family, which – Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've gotten very accustomed to, you know, covering this league and knowing how good it is and yeah. telling people about these kids before anybody else does. Well, Fran Fraschilla joining us at, from ESPN does an incredible job. By the way, I saw Devontae Bandu the other night, and I know you like Devontae a lot, and Devontae yeah. was telling me he'd had an injury, yeah. and he had had some G League tryout opportunities, and he said, I'm going to go play some Canadian League 
basketball. Yeah. And at some point, I found myself, Devonte. We got to get you with Fran. He can kind of <laughs> yeah. he can kind of help navigate some of this. But you know that dude yeah. can flat out shoot it. And there's probably some place for him to play. I don't know if it's oh, the NBA oh. or the G League or wherever, but uh, he's he, gonna play he, somewhere. He can play overseas, Mose. But you know, you just reminded me one last thing. Yeah. Think about the think about the Aaron Bruces and the Matt Samens and the mm. you know Mamadou Jens and you know all those guys Kevin Rogers all those guys who can kind of bask in this championship because you and I both know that there's a uh, family bond there uh, because of Scott and the university. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome talking to Fran Fraschilla for BSP. And one thing I wanted to tap into your NBA brain real quick. Um, yeah. Da- Davion and Jared. I'm laughing, man. <laughs> I'm laughing. I mean, listen, he didn't get better. Okay, he was. This is, this is who he was in January when we had him in the lottery. You know what I mean? Yeah. He didn't get better. He, I'm not, he did get better. But my point is, yeah, this kid. All he had to do, uh, you know, Kansas State, 31 points, I think, in mid-January. No, and listen, kudos to him because he's going to be. He's going to be a top 10 pick. He is wow. going to be a top 10 pick. He reminds me of the other Mitchell, uh, uh, Spider Mitchell, Donovan. Yeah. Mitchell. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm yeah. so, you know, and Teague's going to get a chance and Jared, obviously. And, uh, but Davion is a special breed because he's so athletic. He's so multidimensional. And, uh, I'm I'm joking because the mock draft guys they shouldn't know enough they they shouldn't know as much as I have I've been around 40 years but <laughs> it's just so fun for people to recognize nationally seriously what a great talent the young man is and the other thing Moses how much work those kids put in that practice gym over the last three years iron sharpens iron and that's why Adam Flagler and L J Cryer are next really I mean poor L J Cryer he's like he's like in the Alabama quarterback room with with Tua and Mac Jones and uh, and Jalen Hurts just waiting his turn. <laughs> I I saw somebody write. They said, "Well, Cryer is in the rotation." And I said, "I thought to myself, it was like somebody nationally on ESPN wrote that." They said, "Cryer's a, a part of a big part of Baylor's rotation." I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that. I don't. I don't remember Cryer being part of the be. rotation. Yeah, but he will be because yeah. seven guys on this team have redshirted. Uh, all, a lot of the guys on this team have waited their turn, and LJ's turn is next year. We know we know that's coming. Yeah, and it, that's what uh, I think it was John Jake has told me. And by the way, isn't that a cool thing about the Baylor program and Gonzaga? Uh, did I do that yeah. right? Uh, I, I think uh, there's a lot of, man, Mark Few and Scott, it was just interesting that yeah. they did end up to you know in that final game. I think they have just a huge friendship and respect for each other. And then Jacus went from Baylor to Gonzaga, to back to back to the Bears, it, it just seems like oh. the programs have a a really yeah. there's some kind of relationship there that's pretty cool. Listen, don't forget my man Rem Backamus, you know, who yes. was, uh, you know, quietly you know another former Zag player. But no, I've got to tell you, just so your listeners understand this, last summer when all was in doubt with college basketball, Mark and Scott were on the phone every day trying to figure out how to play each other how to have a season, who to get involved. I mean, this thing with a uh, round robin with Virginia, Villanova, Baylor, and Gonzaga, you know, almost happened. And, uh, you know, it got destroyed by a couple things in November. But those two guys all get a lot of credit, not only for their teams, but because they were actively involved behind the scenes trying to pull off a basketball season. 
Well, listen, I uh, uh, a lot of people all uh, try to book you, uh, especially on a day like today. It means a lot <laughs> that uh, you would be with me, and uh, I will see you soon at Tupanamba. Yep. All right, we'll you, we'll you go will. up there and have you some tupi tacos. Sooner than later, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Underwood's up there right now. All right. <laughs> well, it'll it'll be on my my son my son Matt's home. That's that. Last night it was Chang's at the North Park. I have a feeling next couple of nights it's going to be toopy. So uh, hopefully I'll see you. All right, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Fran. Really appreciate you. Oh, uh, you got it, Moe. All the best, man. There he goes. Fran Fraschilla, a uh, longtime coach and uh, became a great analyst for ESPN and uh, does such a great job on the Big 12. And we knew he would have great pr- perspective. And he really does have some really uh, some neat friendships. And that's that's been tough because – you got Baylor versus Nova. He's got a son on the Nova staff, and uh, but he loves Baylor and he loves Gonzaga. Stephen, friend, I think politely kind of wanted to say, Mosley, you're not allowed to pronounce this great championship team wrong anymore. I mean, that was kind of – I felt like he kind of took me to the pain a little bit there, and I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, he interrupted you about four times, and I thought it was something important, and then it was uh, it was the Gonzaga <laughs> <laughs> pronunciation. Like, I know, I know. I think I – think sometimes I'll start down a path, and I think it's a path friend kind of likes. Did you see that? Did you see that one time? And then I kind of shot off somewhere else. He's like, now, Matt, I think what you were going to ask me, I wanted to answer that question. I got a good Rick Barnes story I want to tell you. I don't really care about the other thing you're yeah, talking yeah. about. Yeah, Matt, uh, I don't know. Whatever you landed, and that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. Well, Rick Barnes, what did he say? He's like, Rick just didn't like him because he didn't have two yeah, wins Yeah, the thing anymore. he was mad about was that that wasn't two wins on the schedule for him anymore. <laughs> Fran used to coach for him. Oh, my gosh. He used to be on his staff like, oh, eons ago, wherever Rick was before Texas. I can't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> But Rick, that is pretty funny. Uh, that uh, I mean, he'll say some stuff. <laughs> Don't you think? I mean, I I mean, I, if Billis wanted to come on today, I'd have him on. But I would I would really rather have Fran. I'm sorry. I'm not. You know, I'm he, not even going to get into why that is. But I'm just saying, Fran. <laughs> Fran knows the Baylor program and and loved it. And, and I I heard Billis today, and I like Jay's good at what he does. But Jay. Jay today was just like, Baylor is a better. I mean, whatever he was saying was almost kind of like, oh, yeah, I, 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 you know, we've said all season that Baylor was, you know, these were equals and it was never any separation. I just want to be like, eh, Jay, I don't know. Last few weeks, you really were saying Baylor and Gonzaga were, were uh, equals. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I don't totally remember that. Is that not? so? Anyway, yeah, I have uh, bad memories from from the one time we tried to talk to Jay Billis, but that's that's another story for another day. And we did, <laughs> and I had to pull it off like on my phone yeah, somehow. And it, it was, was so bad. It was, it was a mess. so bad, and it was. It, I'll never forget Billis saying, "When you guys figure this <laughs> out, call me back at this number." <laughs> he like, had no time. Oh, man. I mean, we love so many of these ESPN guys. Like, I heard last night from Kevin Connors, who hosts that studio show a lot with Fonz and Seth. You know, Reese does some stuff, and and uh, Reese Davis with Fon- uh, LaFonso Ellis and uh, Seth Greenberg and, and some of those guys and Jay. But K- Kevin Connors, during the week, hosts a lot of those things. And he used to do some Baylor games and uh, with that guy from Army. What's that guy's name? Chris Patola. 
Like he the, loves Spatola. The cockiest former Army player ever, Spatola. But um, C- Connors reached out last night. It was just like, man, I'm so happy for you. I, that's that's very very cool. That's very that's very very cool. I told somebody one time about ESPN that story about Jay, and they're like, um, "Yeah, Matt, he does have that club in his bag." <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that's a that's one he get that's a club he plays every once in a while. Just gets his gets his club out and just beats on some radio person. Okay, uh, Stephen. I mean, by once in a while, I mean every day. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen anybody that has. I don't want to get into it. He, he seems so nice, doesn't he? On TV, it's like, oh, this guy's so nice. <laughs> you deal with him, but he's like, okay. So, Stephen, um, I did see. By the way, Trey Wingo, who's a longtime friend, I, I ran into him, and I kind of had my mask on. You had to have your mask on. I saw him in the deal, and he, <laughs> I just said, Trey, and he, Stephen, he, he was nice, but he tried to give me the whole. You know, just thinking I was a random. Baylor fan who recognized him and he gave me kind of a a wave like a oh hey you know but I'm gonna keep moving and I lowered my mask and he's like oh okay it's you and he came over but he was he was in his element yeah I think he might have been headed to the DMV or something I'm sure there was something else going on he was just taking and I didn't even I didn't have Trey on and then I saw the other day was it Tom like who somebody had Trey I was like oh my gosh yeah that was a Garrett Ross he uh yeah he booked him on Tom show. You better not have been slipping numbers to Garrett. Okay. We we're we're gonna have to talk about that off air. No, I'm kidding. Trey can be Trey Garrett can do whatever he wants. Garrett uh Garrett uh hammers it out. I had some good talks with Garrett twice yesterday. I was on the canal system. There's a really nice canal system, Stephen. I know people want to hear about that in Indianapolis. And so I talked to uh Stretch and and Garrett and then I talked later I talked to uh um, I talked. I talked to Barfield, touchdown Tommy, and Garrett and <laughs> Stephen. When I, I don't know if you were listening. It was probably well, you were on the air. You were on the air on Fox. You couldn't have listened. And I get on the air and like downtown. I think I told you Indianapolis is just extremely loud. It's like the Indy Five Hundred. It's like every car in Indianapolis. They don't have a muffler or whatever. It's just like insanely loud. So I get on the phone with them. And, and just every motorcycle in the city comes by. I mean, it was almost like I had to plan it out. So, anyway, Stephen, did you want me to get you any swag? I'll tell you what, if you, for your, if your parents need anything, or your mom especially, I'll, I'll order her something through my special. I was, uh, I really did. I should have thought about that. But I bet she's already been online ordering things. But I cannot imagine how excited. And didn't you have a sister, you have a sister who did, who went to Baylor as well? Yes, and not a big sports fan, but she was she was locked in last night, and she had her two daughters who uh, she has a baby that's like uh, only a couple weeks old, and then um, my, my niece, my other niece is three, and they were both staying up late watching the Bears. So that was a pretty fun moment for their family too. Yeah, the Sim- Simcox family all the way around, and even though Stephen left us and decided to go to TCU last night, I saw him tweeting late about some kind of. When he was a youngster, hearing Scott Drew speak in, in the the uh, where was that, uh, Stephen? Where did you hear Scott speak that kind of uh, touched you a little bit and stayed with you? Some of the uh, positive message that that Scott had. Do you remember where you where you heard that speech? That was the World Mandate Conference in Waco. It was like a missions conference. 
Mm-hmm. And Scott talked about how I didn't get invited to that. <laughs> the world mandate. Okay. And Scott, and so you were what were you in, in high school or junior high? I was. I you? was actually in college. Yeah, I was oh, actually okay. at TCU at okay. the time. And gotcha. he just spoke about how he, you know, looks at his team as uh, an opportunity to obviously get to know his guys and evangelize to them and um, impact their lives. And he takes it seriously. And you could just tell, like, that's his biggest mission aside from uh, basketball. So it was really cool to, to hear him talk about that. He is relentlessly positive, And I, like a lot of people, wondered at the start, is like, is this really, you know, can he be like this? And he just truly is. And I heard from him this morning. And that just, man, it's just so fun to celebrate that with him. Checked in with our guys, Steven. Checked in with uh, the great Coach Tang. Checked in with Coach Jacus. Jacus is so cool because, you know, he went to school somewhere else. He came to Chicago, and obviously he loves Baylor. He's been around Baylor now a long time. But Jacus always, like, frames these things as, I'm just happy for you guys. Like, he's not he his, he's not even capable of being, like, taking some selfies and, man, look what I did. Look at this game plan we put together. Like, that's not – he doesn't have that club in his bag. He literally, his whole, he views everything like, I'm excited I could give this to you guys. I could give this to Baylor people. And that's pretty dang cool. I mean, that's just, it's, that's, uh, that's John Jacobs for you. That's how he's wired. Um, Steven, we saw Coach Aranda. You know, I've, I've talked to Coach Aranda quite a bit, but never, it dawned on me, I've never seen him in person. It's been via Zoom and all that. And so I lowered my mask and I said, coach it's it's Matt Mosley and, and he was he could not have been nicer and at the time we were getting ready to take a little group picture um before we left the arena to try to get back to uh try to get back into central Texas or whatever and so uh they were mad at me because I wouldn't come on well I was over there trying to talk to the coach well next thing you know they just all surround him and so our group picture becomes one with Aranda in the middle of it <laughs> and so i'm kind of apologetic like i'm sorry and you just hear Aranda go that happened fast like we're just kind of deadpan <laughs> and it looked like i kind of set him up you know like hey let's let's take let's a all get a picture with dave and they they really just needed me in the picture and they said well mosley's over there talking to Aranda the only way we're going to get this group picture is if so anyway, other people were trying to jump into it. I think uh, the young Brett Hefton, who I don't know, he just kind of jumped in the background of it. The great former Baylor basketball player David Hamilton was pictured. And former uh, all-conference runner Dr. Tyler Cooper was in it, and his wife and my wife and the the, uh, the, the Larsons, Brian and Arena Larson. Whoa, what a group. Okay, Stephen, uh, it's an exciting day. And I have been given this gift, even though I could barely talk from last night's events and having been there in the arena. Stephen, we've been gifted another hour. Okay, now, Stephen, are we going to do a line shift, or are you going to, or are you going to stay I'm, right no, I'm, here? I'm with staying me? on. I'm, I'm here with you. I love this. I love this, Stephen, who has another has a three hour show. He's just going to keep rolling because that's how he's wired. Um, and uh, we uh, we appreciate him so much. All right. Uh, we will continue. The, the John Moore Show can usually be heard here. John is uh, obviously needed, uh, traveling and doing all his stuff right now to get back to us 
in Central Texas, and he'll be a huge part of whatever parade and celebration is. But we have been given the gift of doing his hour today, so we'll try to do it justice. We talk more about the national champion, Baylor Bears, next. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Man alive, does it get hot in Central Texas. And when the temperature rises really high, it's really rough on your home's foundation. That's when you need to call the doctor. Here's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. Hi there, I'm the foundation doctor, and I've been caring for your neighbor's foundation for many years. Are you in need of repair and having trouble sorting out all of the choices? Or do you feel pressure to go with the more expensive option to get the best warranty? We not only offer more solutions than anyone, but we tailor our warranties to you. If we're confident we can cure your issues with a less expensive option, we'll give you the best warranty. Because at The Foundation Doctor, we focus on the right solution for you. Our inspections are always free, so give us a call today at 863 8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. ESPN Central Texas wants to congratulate the Baylor Bears men's basketball team on bringing home the NCAA National Championship to Central Texas. Davion Mitchell, right wing. Ooh, he'll turn on the Jets. Drive in and lay it in. There's the blow-by by Davion Mitchell. The Baylor Bears. 64-51. Bears on top. Here's a block by final from behind of Kispert. Starts the break the other way. Flagler's three. Good from the right side. What a play. Another turnover that the Bears turn into big points. Baylor men's basketball. Through Timmy, top of the key, ball knocked away and stolen. Davion Mitchell has it. Drive, layup, no good. Jonathan Chumwa Chachua with the loose ball. Kicks it outside. Three is good by Flagler. Congrats to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears from your friends here at ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears, the national champions. Flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. You know, I, we were just talking, and we're going to go uh, John Morris' show. John's traveled back, celebrating, doing his whole thing, which is great. So I'm going to take over today, and uh, John's been kind enough to grant me an additional hour. And Stephen Simcox, who has a three-to-six show of his own, just said, you know what, Mosley, we're just going to ride together because that's what we do. And uh, Stephen got on the Mosley train. Hadn't really taken him too far, but he's but he's been very loyal. And so one of these days, one of the one of his one of the train stops is going to be a good stop. Uh, but we've had a lot of fun together. And uh, this Baylor national title is pretty wild. Just had Fran Frischilla on. It's great to talk to Fran. Uh, just to recap a little bit of what Fran told us, Stephen. And um, I was going to reach out. Um, we that we'll see when this when this Baylor plane lands. Uh, would like to I might try to might try to get Jerry or somebody that's out there, you know, like out on the on the tarmac. Might try to get them on just to kind of get that scene. But the Bears will kind of be in contact uh, with uh, with the Bears. In fact, I don't know Stephen their uh, their SID. I wonder if he can text from the plane. I think it would have Wi-Fi. And uh tell you what, they were supposed to land around now. So I'm going to find out. We'll do this live on the air. I'm just going to find out. Um, uh, yeah, they're uh, they're en route. Supposed to okay. land about now. So I, I imagine he's he's probably in range to, to text either now or soon. But, yeah, pretty crazy scene. And uh, I, I know just seeing some, some tweets from uh, Jerry and some local news people, Already a, a big crowd, which is expected, and nice that they're getting to do it in the afternoon, so that people kind of have time to plan. Because sometimes, and I'm sure there would be a, an amazing crowd if they would have landed at 2 a.m. But it's a little different yeah. if you come in in the middle of the night than today. I'm sure there are some kids that got pulled out of school. It's going to be a good, good day for Baylor fans. Uh, I'm sure we'll have a parade later. Just a, a full week of celebration coming. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I think you're right. 
and uh, I'm just kind of letting them know, hey, we're on to uh, uh, 3 p.m. Central. All right, we'll let them know. I just kind of like them to get off the plane, come right on the Mosley show. I think that's only appropriate. I think Scott should just – Stephen, I think you should call Scott here in about 30 minutes, okay? Just, just cold call him. <laughs> we'll do it on the air. We'll just see. If exactly. Exactly. Call the call coach. But see, I could. I think he might. I don't know. We'll see. He might. He might know to to block us. Uh, although I think he'd love to come on with us. The stuff that Fran said about this Baylor team is kind of interesting. Stephen, there was one thing I wanted to share. Um, he said that Scott Drew has become an incredibly good tactician. Proved it time and a time, time and time again in recent years, and um, he he also said that Davion Mitchell is going. He is going to be a top ten pick. Goodness gracious! I mean, all the mock draft guys—they don't have that. They don't have that. It's almost like they're going to have to do this huge market correction, Stephen. If that's true. I mean, that's the first time. Have you heard somebody say that? I have not seen top 10. Now, over the past few weeks, I have started to see him ahead of Jared Butler, which somewhat surprised me. But, I mean, Davion is just, like, perfect for today's game. Did you see – I know you were probably caught up in pregame festivities, but uh, the Jazz and the Mavs played last night, and you Jazz lost, unfortunately – but Donovan Mitchell was rocking Davion's jersey in the in the tunnel. Like he walked in with a Baylor number forty five jersey on, a Donovan Mitchell jersey on. I, I, you you can just imagine what that did to me. I heard about it, and people were sending it to me. And in spite of Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell is my favorite player in the NBA, pretty much. And uh, I I thought those guys were. I thought those guys may have been thinking a little bit too much of the Baylor game. I looked and Royce was like 0 for 8 in that game. Royce O'Neal, the Baylor great. He was 0 for, like 0 for 7 from 3. He was 0 for 8. And Donovan, who wore uh, Davion's jersey, like you said, that number 45 Baylor jersey, which is really cool because people kind of compare them and think they uh, just think their length and explosiveness and all that kind of stuff is a lot alike. And they wear that same number. So he wore... He wore Donovan uh, Davion Mitchell's number, and then Steve and I looked last night, and he went six for twenty-three from the field. <laughs> he had like sixteen points in that game. Like they just went out and shot it just horribly. It was almost kind of like the Jazz were a little distracted. The Jazz family was thinking about the Bears, and I think I'm pretty sure the Jazz. What do you call him? He's not the general manager anymore. He's kind of like the president of basketball operations or whatever, VP executive vice president, I think Dennis Lindsay and Jake Lindsay were in the house. And then I saw that picture, Stephen. Did you see that? All those coaches for the Baylor staff of the past, Grant McCaslin, Paul Mills, who had the great run at Oral Roberts. I think Sam Patterson's with him. Uh, the guy from North Florida, Matthew Driscoll. Um, so all those former Baylor coaches were gathered. I'm sorry, I may have missed somebody in that in that in that group, but they were all at the game, and they didn't know if they wanted to go because they had lost in the tournament. They both they both teams had won huge games in the tournament, but they all ended up going. And uh, there was my man Grant McCaslin. I didn't even know he was in the house, Stephen. How dare Grant come into that house, come into Lucas Oil Stadium, and not reach out to me? But there he was. 
There he was. And in a little college basketball news that has happened, this made me think about it because Grant's name was coming up for OU and coming up for Tech. Tech went ahead and hired I, – I, I don't know when they – this came maybe late last night or I was seeing it early this morning. I don't know. I was on the – I was coming back and I looked and they hired that Mark Adams, their assistant coach, kind of an older dude. Um, I say older. I mean, I think, I think he may be yes. in his – Sixties, like defensive specialist. Uh, yeah, that, that's who they went with. I was a little surprised. I mean, I know Tech's defense has been great, and he has been there as you said a while. He's he's an older uh, gentleman, but I thought maybe you know Golding's name at ACU came up. Um, not the splashiest hire, but they stay within and kind of try to hope to bank on the continuity of, of the Beard program. Well, uh, so Moser Porter Moser goes to OU. They go there. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Wait, did I hear, did Hubert go to UNC? Was that what I was hearing? Yes, Hubert got the UNC job. Okay, That's right. okay. So I was so caught up in the Baylor thing, I could, I just couldn't care. You know, I mean, I just had no, it's like, oh, they hired Mark Adams, okay, whatever. I mean, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's good hire. I, I would have thought they were so mad at Chris Beard that they wouldn't really want somebody off the Beard. It's like, clean house. Did let you? everybody leave and let's go hire a new staff. We hate we hate Beard now. Matt, did but you see <laughs> Coach Beard put out like a thank you to Tech fans on Twitter yesterday, and they reported the tweet so much that it got his account got suspended. What, who, who, what do you, how so, do you do that? They reported it kind of like they – they were they, turning him in, yeah, uh, so saying they didn't like the tweet can, or something. Yeah, you can report a tweet to Twitter as saying it's like harmful content or it shouldn't be on there. And if enough people do it, then Twitter can basically take control of your account for a while. So he posted uh, like a, a thanks tech fans, appreciate everything over the years. And all these tech fans started reporting the tweet for harassment and eventually it, it got his whole account got taken down. <laughs> gosh unbelievable oh people are crazy i like when tech gets all mad um this is uh oh by the way kevin clark just reached out steven i had a little joke with him today on the ringer the the guy's really funny from the ringer i like that guy um i ooh, look at that steven look at the uh, i love it when you put one of those tweets out that has the uh I'm going to retweet that. That has that picture of Fran. That looks like a young Fran. Is that, Steve, look at that. You got a good picture of Fran. I'm trying to think. I had to look and see if that was even Fran. That's like 20 years ago. My picture, Stephen, in that in that shot is 20 years ago, and so is Fran's. <laughs> well, ever since I accidentally put 10 pounds on uh, an ESPN recruiting analyst during the summer, I've, I've been very careful about what pictures I choose. I forgot the man's name. Paul something. Paul Biancarni. Biancarni. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He does all that kind of stuff. So pretty cool stuff coming. Now, for folks that want to go out to the airport, I mean, I are we uh, let's text. Go ahead and text Jerry while we're talking about it, Stephen, and just see. They're supposed to get home any minute. And so I wanted to kind of I want to see some pictures from out there. Cannot wait to see that on Twitter. Um, and uh We've got people on the ground out there that are looking at all that. Stephen's hung with me today to, during the John Morris show. We're just going to keep going. Uh, Stephen, I did, I did, uh, I, I kind of made a few jokes, a few Twitter jokes as the game was ending. I did say, "Bartender, we'll take one natty." Okay, I did, I did pull that one. 
I'm not saying it's the most original thing in the world, but I, you know, it's kind of, kind of had a little fun with that. And then um, I had one where I kind of, it's almost maybe a little sacrilegious, Stephen, especially before you get on a flight or whatever. <laughs> but I, just, I had one kind of at the end of the game where, I, oh, I just said, okay, Lord, now I'm ready. <laughs> I, I think. I think uh, in, it, Meredith didn't, my wife didn't love that one because I just almost died in a bike accident. So it seems a little weird to say that. But anyway, I, I think the Baylor people got the meaning. This was extremely meaningful to Baylor people. And uh, we'll continue to have Baylor folks on all week. We are the flagship. Stephen, is that right? Are we the flagship of Baylor athletics? That's right, yes. I mean, that's pretty dang cool. All right, and I saw all the Baylor coaches. Steve Smith was up. Steve Smith. Steve Rodriguez. I'm, I'm, the, I'm talking about the former Baylor coach. Rodrigo was excited. He came off the couch, said he almost pulled a muscle last night. The great Rodrigo. You know McGraw was going crazy. Uh, Kim. Kim was out there. She was showing her support. The great Mulkey. So, Stephen, uh, basketball titles now. Let's do the math on this. I've got three for the women. One for the men. We've got four national titles. Four national titles. Is that right, Stephen? And and I think we got an NIT title. I think I think we're just gonna we're gonna quietly lower some of those. The WNIT and the NIT. Now that we've got four national titles, we're just gonna kind of lower some of those other ones. Like eh, I don't think we need to have those up there anymore. But that that was the path, man. That was the path to greatness. Dugat and Gerald's. Uh, for people that are a little new to Baylor basketball, that was, I mean, that was when Scott got rolling with those guys. He got Dugat, Henry Dugat, he got Gerald's, and who am I missing? Uh, who was in that? Uh, Gerald's, oh, was uh, Kevin Rogers from maybe South Oak Cliff, or was he? I think so. And he was in that bunch. They just, they started getting recruits. And then that led to, they got Tweedy, and then they got Lace from Monroe, uh, they got those Louisiana kids. I'd forgotten. Somebody today was taking credit. I love when Dallas people take credit for stuff, Steven. It's like, we we think um, they got – there's two players on the Baylor roster that must have gone to, like, Dallas high schools at some point. And they were just like, we we want to thank uh, – we want to congratulate Mark Vidal. And I was just I – was, I was looking it up. I was like, wait, I thought Vidal was from Louisiana. What are we talking about? But he must have played at some point at some institute – they said API in the Dallas area, so I don't know. I don't know, but I I thought it was kind of funny. The mo- is like the morning news congratulates two of the two of the Dallas area players from Baylor. Kind of, uh, Maybe they had like, somebody down there in in Lake Charles checking out and checking out Mark. <laughs> We're claiming, you know, I'm from the Dallas area. That's where I grew up. It's like the Dallas area is claiming Mark Vital all of a sudden. The Metroplex just understand. keeps extending further and further. <laughs> that's right lake charles oh this is fun um steven um and we're reaching out any any confirmation yet on a landing out there let me take another sweep of these accounts okay it should be there because they said 205 but i'll, I'll take a look here at the baylor basketball account see if they've tweeted anything they're up yet. there circling just like <laughs> hey guys let's Let's have a little fun. Let's circle a few times. Buzz the tower. All oh, the Bears are coming back out there. The celebration has started. Um, that's, I mean, that's, 
That is pretty cool. And uh, trying to think who all. Oh, oh, I know, Stephen. Uh, text. I love producing on the air. Uh, text Quillen and see if Quillen will jump on with us from out there. All right. And hopefully he'll understand our last minute nature of this. Tell tell him we're on live on the air right now, and we want a live Quillen report. If he if the plane hasn't landed, I don't want to interrupt his TV reporting. But I saw Quillen. I saw Nikki. I said hi to Darby. Uh, I'm sure Matt was around there somewhere. Do we have two Matts now? I feel like we got a Lively and we got a Roberts. Yes, that's correct. In town, mm-hmm. we got two Matts, and then we got a Matt Mosley. We got a lot of Matts in the Central Texas media. So uh, yeah, Stephen, see if Quillen will hop on with us after we uh, after we get a quick break and uh, and just kind of give us the scene as they're gathering out there. You know, Quillen's right in the middle of that thing, unless he's in studio. Golly, boy, Nick. Remember, Nick left uh, left town, and Quillen was just jumping into studio. He couldn't get in there fast enough. All right, it's uh, Mosley and Simcox. We are reacting to a national championship. Stephen, does it seem real? I guess for someone who went to TCU, it's like it seems weird, but it probably you can get your arms around it. I don't think Baylor people can quite get their arms around it. Like, I, I'm still – I'm a fourth generation bear, and I just can't quite. I can't quite, and I, you know, I've loved the women's titles. You know, it's just the what the men where that where that thing was, and as you know, Stephen, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But I covered that story for the morning news, the whole scandal in '03. I don't want to get too far into it, but I knew all those people, like Matt Saman, who uh, who Fran Fraschilla brought up. I mean, I knew. I was interviewing those people when it all happened. John Cunningham, one of my former professors, he's a great Baylor guy. He knew those guys that were involved in what happened. It was a horrible time for Baylor. And Scott came, and Scott talked about national titles. And uh, and we'll hear from Scott here in a minute. We'll, we'll uh, uh, even got some great stuff. Oh, go ahead. Go and ahead. one of our our listeners, Corey, is out at the airport right now, and he says Good. they're they're landing now, Matt. They're just coming in hot this minute. So. Corey. Thank you, Corey. Love that. Love that, Corey. Oh, if you want to sound off on the Bears, we'll read some of your stuff. If you want to sound off, um, uh, CNC Collision Line, if you want to text us, just your reaction to this, your excitement, whatever you feel. I mean, even if you're upset, you're like, I didn't want I was a Gonzaga fan. Uh, 254-662-1660. Again, that's 254-662-1660. Is that CNC collision line, and uh, we'll kind of we'll we'll try to um, kind of go out there and get a get a feel for the crowd, but everybody, all our media people, they got to jump in there and kind of cover it. So we don't want to interrupt them, but we do have people on the ground out there. Quillen, he's a big he's a big show, and then this issue, the young lively has become a big member of the of the Mosley Simcox Nation. Stephen, do we can we call it that? All right, we'll come back and, and, and kind of try to start gathering some of what's going on out there at the airport. The crowds have gathered. We are celebrating a natty, a national championship for the Baylor men. We will continue to do this throughout the day. It's Mosley. It's Simcox. It's a Baylor national title. All that's next. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. A wind advisory continues tonight with increasing clouds and very windy conditions. Lows fall to 66 degrees. Winds out of the south at 20 to 30 miles per hour. Tomorrow, clearing skies as a cold front moves through. It'll be breezy with a 20% chance of rain and a high of 83. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas wants to congratulate the Baylor Bears men's basketball team on bringing home the NCAA National Championship to Central Texas. Davion Mitchell, right wing. Ooh, he'll turn on the Jets. Drive it and lay it in. There's the blow-by by Davion Mitchell. The Baylor Bears. 64-51. Bears on top. Here's a block by Vinyl from behind of Kispert. Starts the break the other way. Flagler's three. Good from the right side. What a play. Another turnover that the Bears turn into big points. Baylor men's basketball. Through Timmy, top of the key, ball knocked away and stolen. Davion Mitchell has it. Drive, layup, no good. Jonathan Chumla Chachua with the loose ball. Kicks it outside. Three is good by Flagler. Congrats to head coach Scott Drew and the Baylor Bears from your friends here at ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Bears, the national champions. Flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The American Heart Association recommends two servings of fatty fish each week to improve heart health. If you're not getting enough fatty fish in your diet, add Cooper Complete Advanced Omega-3 to your daily regimen. Take the Cooper Vitamin Quiz at coopervitaminquiz.com and receive 10% off your purchase. Again, that's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3 and free shipping when you spend $60 or more. Ram Truck Month is back at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Everyone knows Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas truck authority, and the deals don't get any better than during Ram Truck Month. During this event, qualified buyers get 0% for 84-month financing on any new Ram 1500 Crew Cab or All-Star. And if you need a heavy-duty Ram to get the job done, we've got that too. This is a limited-time event, so hurry into Cameron Autoplex. There's a reason why people say it's always friendlier and cheaper in Cameron. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Some people call me the space cowboy Yeah Some call me the gangster of love Some people call me Thank you, Stephen Simcox Thank you, Baylor Bears, for a national title Some of the greatest moments Boy, my marriage That marriage is Right there at the top Boy, Parker arriving. Whoa. That's, that is, that's right there. And then, Steve, I mean, the Baylor men winning. I mean, this, you know, I'm just winning a national title. I mean, this was, this was one of the greatest sports moments of my life. Let's put it that way. You never want to start comparing like life, huge life moments or whatever. Wait, Stephen, I should say the, the decision to accept the Lord, right? I should have that up there very high mm-hmm. as well. And good I, and good I clean do, up. I, I do have that, okay? Clean up on aisle nine. But this was unreal, the way this feels right now. Stephen, I wanted to put this out there. Fran Fraschilla on our show, uh, uh, Gardavion Mitchell. Um, wow, that's pretty amazing. He is going to be a top ten pick. That is really awesome. I'm just going to put it out there. I didn't even say, you know, Mosley and Simcox. I just said Fran, Fran said it, okay? that's They can look the, do the research. That's pretty awesome to think of him as a top ten pick. Bears up. Flight, we, we're getting some reports from out there. We're going to check in out there at the airport. Got folks on the ground. Uh, and uh, Corey, one of our listeners, listened to us, kind of waiting to see the Bears out there, said the flight was in the middle of landing when we went to uh, went to break. So, I would imagine um, everything went smoothly, and they're on the ground now. Doesn't that sound like John? Now that I'm in John, everyone's like, I can get into Morris's voice. I can get into his cadence. I think we're okay right now, and the Bears did land, and we are going to be talking to Davion Mitchell today. What about that, Stephen? That's pretty good cadence, isn't it? Is that J-Mo? Does that sound like that's J-Mo? That's pretty solid. You? Yeah, that's pretty okay. good. Okay. The plane okay. is landing. Yeah. The plane uh, is landing in, uh, okay, here we go. Let's see who we have here. We got some people lined up. God, I want to hear this Scott Drew stuff. Steve, we may save it. We may have to save it. Scott Drew stuff, evergreen. We'll want to hear from Scott, and uh, we'll have Scott on the station soon. Uh, man, I'm so happy for him. You know, I've been hanging out and talking for many, many years, and I just cannot. I feel so great for him. Jerome Tang, our good buddy, John Jacobs. Great friend of the show. Uh, I just feel incredible for them. We do have some people uh, in the in Central Texas who want to sound off. I love it when our folks start calling in. They want to crow a little bit about this national title. At least that's what I anticipate them doing. Um, Stephen, let's go to Matthew in Waco. You are on with Mosley and Simcox in the aftermath of Baylor's national title. Go ahead, Matthew. Oh man, feels so good. Finally have it. Oh, it's it's been a 
over the summer when uh, ever COVID shut them down, they were at a they actually were at a small school here working out. Uh, Butler, Jonathan, uh, Teague, some vital, and I, I had the chance to watch them. Oh, such hard workers! Every single thing they do. So I'm so happy for them. Finally got it, and even they're better men, better men than players. Everyone loves the Lord. Great guys. Well, I tell you, Matthew, great stuff. I I think you're right. I think they're I think they're great people, and I think that's part of the recruiting process. Matthew sounds like a sounds like a Baylor man. Uh, but I, what I love about Waco, though, too, Stephen, is uh, that these guys. Uh, the, the community guy it wasn't always that way when I was in school sometime the community felt a little left off left out uh and and I you know like oh there's Baylor and they used to call it the Baylor bubble which is before that was before there was actually bubbles in this uh, covid world but uh, and by the way our number by if you want to call us 254-662-1660 that's the CNC collision line 254-662-1660 but the community I mean, I, the way Matthew was talking, he seemed like a guy like us, Stephen, who's been to Choice in the past, and he kind of likes a good Christian concert. So I, I'm going to say Matthew probably did attend the Baylor, but I, but the community uh, guys that are, that are just great hard workers in the community that maybe didn't go to Baylor, went somewhere else, or, or just they went straight to work after high school. Man, they've gotten behind this team, and I love them. I love them so much. I mean. You know, Fuentes, I like, you know, he's a, he's, he's a great dude. He goes to all these games. He dresses up. He's been to, like, every home game since 1999 or something insane like that. He's just a great guy, Chris Fuentes. And he, he just works. He's a hard worker, and he shows up at everything, and he's a huge fan. I love people like that, that have just been there through all these tough times and supported the Bears like crazy. All right, uh, let's go to... On the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, Tom in Woodway. You're on with uh, Mosley and Simcox. Go ahead, Tom. Well, thanks for taking my call. I was a little concerned there for a minute. But uh, amen to all the superlatives you've used up to this point. I just have one question. Uh, working out of town, I rely on the Internet to stay up to date on things. And uh, I was very disappointed this morning when I went to work uh, that your parent company uh, only saw fit to put one story about Baylor on there. And I was wondering what that was all about because they had totally deleted that banner about NCAA men, and you had to hunt for something if you wanted to see it. Uh, why do you think ESPN did that? That they just they just shut down on the coverage. Uh, oh, Tom, I, that's okay. I you know I used to work uh, and I still work obviously for an ESPN affiliate like we do. I used to write for ESPN.com for several years, and uh, I, I I can't speak to that. I did not notice. Uh, I would say to Tom and others, if you want to read about Baylor, obviously the Trib, we want to support local media. They're incredible, our local TV people. And I would just say, Tom, uh, that I would uh, – I got it last night. I couldn't sleep, obviously. And, and so about 4 or 5 in the morning, I'm or 3 or 4 in the morning, I, I'm looking at uh, – I would go to something called theringer.com, 
The Ringer, and they had a great column about the dominance and some of the numbers from that game. And it was just, it was just, you know, how Baylor went out there and just basically kicked a. They used the actual word. I won't do it here. Before forty minutes in utter domination, and they had some great numbers and some percentages to back it up. So, Tom, I you know I care. I get it. I think Baylor people sometimes get frustrated with ESPN. I understand that. I think for the most part, the people on the air, like Fran, who we just had on, are uh, believe in the program and think they've done huge, incredible things. So I would not get too bent out of shape about what's on the website. I would just say, I would just say, look other places and both the Dallas Morning News. If you can, you know, we can usually get one of those in Central Texas. Uh, although the the late edition probably not. But the Waco Trib, come on now, come on. You got to see what Warner had to say about this. Uh, you got to see what Bryce has to say. Those guys, Conine does a great job on the women. Chad Conine, so. Um, let's not, let's not worry about what people aren't doing. And I'm not scolding Tom. I know people get upset sometimes, but I'm just saying, look around and we do have great coverage. And in, in this day and age, it's not all about that website that you're talking about. Okay. There's plenty of websites out there. In fact, Fox is back. Fox is back. I've been doing some stuff for foxsports.com. So let's go see what they have up. Um, Steven, I kind of like that. I didn't think we'd get a call about, you know, like, why is the why is the ESPN website? They're not talking about our website, are they, Stephen? Our, I think they're talking about our bit, the big ESPN.com, right? Did I get that right? Yes, he said the parent company. So I, good. I, my guess is he's talking about ESPN.com. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I'm sure our site is very updated, and, and we'll blame everything on the, on the parent company. Uh, Stephen, great stuff. We will go out to the airport and see what's going on out there. Um, two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you want to check in, and Stephen, I'm sure stuff has been coming in on the. Uh, well, people like that thing about earlier today, Stephen. I said uh, Baylor Athletics at Baylor Athletics. I think it's okay to start moving dirt on this new arena. Stephen, you think they should do that? Just have bulldozers out there today. People were like asking, acting like what to call it. It was like Kim Mulkey. Arena on the Scott Drew Court or Scott Drew the Drew uh, Mulkey Drew Arena. <laughs> they're they're ready just to kind of name this thing after our two coaches. I think what Baylor will do after this COVID, Stephen, is name it whoever. It'll be like it might end up being the Central National Bank Pavilion on on uh, Mulkey Drew Court or something like that. How about that Central National Bank? Our sponsor, our primary sponsor. You think Fonville and Joe could swing that, Stephen? I could see them negotiating a deal like that. Central National Bank Pavilion. Central National Bank Arena. I think I think in this day and age, you're looking for revenue streams. So I'm not sure it'll be like, and you could give it a nickname, like the Dean Dome. Could be the, the Drew Dome. Or the Mulkey Drew Dome, whatever you want. I mean, whatever you prefer. But I think it's going to have, I think it's going to have a corporate account to it. Stephen, what other company would, would you prefer? I think it should be the Central National Bank, NeighborWorks, Schmaltz's, Allen Samuels Arena. Yeah, that's great. Rolls right off the tongue. <laughs> Cooper. <laughs> Did I just name all our sponsors? I may, may have. All right. Um. This is too exciting. Stephen, before we 
We got we got one more. This is flown by because we're just having uh, a lot of fun. Somebody somebody said Mavs need to Dallas Mavs need to tank for Davion. <laughs> they don't have a pick. The Mavs don't have a pick. Stop it! Stop it with your humor out there. The Mavs do not have a pick. Tank for Davion. I love this. Teams are taking for Davion Mitchell. This Matt, uh, why don't I share some text and, and then we'll take a break before we get to our last uh, segment. Yes, text the uh, text line, CNC yes. Collision text line. And then, by the way, people were calling on that Freddie Kish line earlier. Love that Freddie Kish line when they call in there on it. That's a good one. But uh, CNC Collision line, Stephen, what are our people saying? Uh, yeah, John chimed in and said he kept hearing that it was a big upset last night, but in his opinion, Baylor was the better team the whole yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, JC said he thinks Davion Mitchell should be top five. He looked awesome last night. Uh, we had Jay chime in and say it was amazing. I never thought I'd see the day. It still doesn't feel real. Um, John in Troy said that he never thought he would see this happen. It was crazy to watch it. Uh, we had a, a 214 number. That must be one of our streamers in Dallas that said they were there in Indy last night, one of the best experiences of their life, mm. watching mm. Scott Drew hoist that trophy. Um, and a number of other people. We appreciate the, the text, 254-662-1660, just sharing how incredible that was, seeing the Bears win it all last night. People would actually say to me, I'm not just saying this, Steve, they would be like, what's Simcox up to? Kind of like, kind of like, what are you, like, we're, what's old, what's old Steven up to tonight? I'm like, well, I bet he's watching. I bet he's watching. I mean, people listen to this dang show. It's, it's funny. It's some guy from Kansas City. Hey, I stream you guys. Sometimes you're like, are you just saying? That? I mean, you know, maybe you recognize me from something, but I really, and you know, they're like, but they'll reference stuff, Stephen. They're like, I like when you and Stephen talk about Christian music. That's fun. <laughs> you know, people love that stuff. <laughs> Don't tell us yeah. that because that's that's that'll be the whole show one day. <laughs> I asked one of my buddies works for Compa- Compassion International. My buddy uh, Brian C. and I was talking to him at the game, and. Uh, I said, well, who have you had on recently? Like, what are you, because he books, he, he has the relationship with all the Christian music artists or whatever. I'm like, who have you had? And he go, he said, well, uh, I said, who'd you have on? He said, well, I had B.B. Uh, Winans. And I don't know if you know that name, Stephen, but that's B.B. and C.C. Winans. That's Christian music royalty. And they cross over. They could do CCM, contemporary Christian music, and just gospel. Um you know, almost like that Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin's daughter graduated from Baylor a couple of years ago. But, uh, yeah, it's it's they could kind of cross over and do both. And, uh, and uh, boy, BB, at one time they had a little rap. They had a rap song back in the day, Steve, when I was in, like, junior high. BB, had, and I thought hard enough I could get it in my head. It's time to do that something. It's time to make that change. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And now, every once in a while, Stephen Curtis Chapman would try a rap. <laughs> like the whitest, the whitest guy in the history. But hey, I liked old Stephen. You know, saddle up your horses with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Saddle up your horses and go win a national title is what the Bears have done. Go west, young man. All right? And then every once in a while, he'd branch out and do a song like about the dinosaurs. Like, Hang in with the dinosaurs or something. You'd be like, Stephen, what's going on? Like, what's going on in your life that you would write a song about dinosaurs? That's weird. Okay, uh, Stephen, is that enough CCM talk for you? A for true today? artist. A true artist, SCC was. Yeah. God, he was good. 
came to Baylor for Welcome Week. One time we had uh, for him. I think we got a little for him came through there. And then, and then the one time they offered, we had a shot at Hootie and the Blowfish. They said, we'll come play. We'll come play for that first dance. And I think we are like, eh, we'll pass. We'll take a pass on that one. And Hootie and the Blowfish, a little too secular. We'll, get, we'll, go, with, we'll go with Cademan's Call or Jars of Clay or something. Okay, Stephen, um, we've got another segment to do, which I'm excited about. We've got a bunch of people texting in. We love you being a part of this thing. And we may go out to the airport. We're, we're trying not to bother all our brothers and sisters out there that are trying to do their jobs. But I, I love it when they jump on with us. So we may have a guest live from the airport where the Bears have landed. And, and a celebration which has, is continues to happen. The Baylor men have won a national title. All right? That's four total, Stephen. We need one for the thumb. Is that what we say? One for the thumb. Let's go get another one. Let's go get another one. Okay? Melissa, come on now. You're, you're coming back. Let's go, get, let's go get another one. Queen. All right, Stephen. Um, Got to take a quick break, and then we will uh, finish it out with uh, some reports from the field. That's next. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. I'll be in my suite. That sounds good, however you say it. And now that you can rent a beautiful suite at Globe Life Field for a Rangers game, you could soon be directing people to your ballpark suite. Whether you're celebrating an occasion or simply want an exclusive private space to watch the game with friends. We've got a suite that's right for you. Let us help you find it at 972rangers or at texasrangers.com. Have you heard about the new Queso Bira? That's right, Queso Bira. They're the hottest new food in the country, and Wakeful Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and a corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Wakeful Tacos at Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by our family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall, 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. If you're in need of professional car repair, how about you take your vehicle to a place that is locally owned and operated for 20 plus years, a place with a drive-up canopy, meaning you don't have to park your car when you need service, a AAA shop, a Blue Seal ASC certified shop, not to mention the cleanest shop in town, and winner of the best auto repair award since 2002, a place where customer satisfaction is the number one priority, Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 530, Freddie Kish Complete Car Care Center, like they say, where your troubles are our business. 
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Wicko has a gun show, and it's at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, April 10th, and Sunday, April 11th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a show where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas. The variety of the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. Located at 2801 West Wicko Drive in the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, April 10th and 11th, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. Your home for the national champion Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Rolling right through <laughs> some Hootie. We were just talking about Hootie. Steven, Johnny on the spot with a little Hootie. Baylor said no. No Hootie. We appreciate your offer. We're going to have our own dance music for the first dance. Boy, somebody was, I think it was Callishaw trying to make fun of us last night. You know, Baylor dancing for the, Baylor's been allowed to dance for like four years. No, sir. We've been allowed to dance since 1996, thanks to Dr. Robert Sloan. I was hanging out with Dr. Sloan's daughter last night, her husband. Boy, the Larsons, what a great family they are. We were just going crazy, having the best time, uh, just celebrating the Bears, just hugging, lots of hugs going around. It was a big time. It was a big time. Lots of Mosley family tweets, or not tweets, but texts going back and forth. I was excited. My parents met at Baylor in the uh, late 1960s, and uh, so some ex- huge excitement. Dad played football at Baylor, so, I mean, just to get to see something like this is so neat. And uh, the fourth national title for the basketball programs, three for three for Kim, one for Scott, and more to come, more to come. One for the thumb, Stephen, is that our deal? One for the thumb, 254-662-1660 is the CNC Collision Line, if you want to text us. That's a fun one. We've had a lot of people checking in with us. I mean, this is, uh, we've been the show of record today, okay? And then uh, Tommy's going to take it uh, four to six. Got Stretch ready to go three to four. Stretch will get into some of this stuff. He knows He knows how big this is for the Baylor family. He'll be ready to go. Uh, and we may go out to the airport. We're kind of waiting to see. Obviously, all the media is trying to do their thing, so we, we don't want to take them away from their jobs, all right? Uh, if you're out there at the airport somehow listening to us, call us, call us, give us a report. I like that. You'll, you'll be our uh, eyes in the sky. Um, 
let's listen to a little bit of Scott Drew. Steven, interrupt me at any time if we get word on something, okay? Bears uh, have landed, and uh, just out there, everybody, all kinds of celebrating going on, and uh, wow. Steven, are you looking on uh, Twitter? Have you seen some scenes yet? Now, usually our TV people are the best at getting those quick scenes out, our Twitter crew, Nikki. Darby, well, but a lot of them were coming back from Indy, so I don't know if they got back in time. Quillen and the gang, so we, we need our local. But uh, let me know, Stephen, because I want to I want to see some of those scenes from out there. Any? Are you seeing anything yet? Yes. So the team landed. They got off the plane. It looked like Coach Drew took the microphone and shared nice. some some uh, positive words, as a, as you know he always does to start, and then. Um, you know, players were milling around, a lot of fans there, so pretty cool and good for the basketball team. You know, one thing we – and we knew this, but it's just kind of like a, a good reminder. When we were talking to William Bradley King at Pro Day, you ask him, like, hey, do you know these guys on the team? And he's like, oh, no, you know, we've been bubbled up, and I know they have too. So um, I, I know they'll still be careful, but I, I'm sure it is nice to kind of have a release after being all together for, for such a long time and not really among the people. I was waiting for the mask police to get after Baylor for, did you see that stadium? Everybody running on the McLean Stadium. And I'm sure hopefully all everybody's wearing masks and all that you're supposed to do. But there's always somebody out there. Well, look at how they're behaving. They're not. They're not all in masks. They're just people love to just get on people. I mean, it's like, come on. Come on. Let the kids celebrate. They're all masked up. They're doing fine. These college kids, Baylor's done a great job on the COVID front. McLean Stadium was a cool-looking, uh, man, that was a great-looking crowd out there watching it on the big screen. Everybody ran down on the field to celebrate. It was loud. That looked cool. I was watching some social media on that. I really liked what I was seeing from that. So, uh, Stephen, you want uh, let's, to – let's listen to this. Um, I, I, I just think uh, it's always fun to hear – from Scott Drew on several fronts. Let's start with this first one, and this is Scott from last night uh, after they finally st- uh, he stopped celebrating for just a second to talk to the assembled media, and Stephen did a great job of gathering all this. How did you slow down the Zags offense? Well, prior to the, to the pause, we were first top three in defense and uh, most of that time number one defense in the country. And we were solid three offense the whole time. And uh, um, I know there's some let off when we came back. And then I thought we were getting it back. And, I mean, we're really good defensively. And I thought uh, we made things tough tonight. Uh, Gonzaga uh, missed some shots that they probably normally make. Um, but really credit our guys for making everything difficult. Coach Jacobs uh, uh, was on their staff there and obviously familiar with the program. He had a great scouting report. Um, but credit the players then for executing it. Ooh, Jacobs. Our buddy, how about that? Jacobs getting a call out on the scouting report on the Zags. Boy, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, all right, Stephen, I'm starting to get people texting me stuff about, like, the scene and everything. Let's take a peek here. Oh, there's the, okay. They're kind of outside the fence there. They can't quite get on the tarmac. And uh, in, in a pretty, pretty deep crowd. They're all taking pictures out there and everything. Um UBO Business Services, great sponsor of ours. You know, Sean Hunt is such a big dog over there, and Sean's a great friend of ours, great friend of the show, and he's out there, and he took some pictures for us, Stephen. And I'm watching the, uh, golly, about five, six deep along the fence there with Bears getting off, almost like the the president. Stephen, I don't think 
if Biden landed, President Biden landed at Waco Airport, I don't even think he would get this. I don't want to go there. I don't know what kind of reception he would get. But this is quite a group that has assembled themselves out there at the uh, out there at the Waco Airport. Shout out to you guys. You look great out there. Okay, everybody's doing a great job out there. Thanks for Sean Hunt. Sean Hunt always thinking about us. And now he sent me a video, Stephen. Let's watch a little video. All right. Crowd going crazy. I'm watching the uh, – this is like almost live coverage. Sean just took this video. Crowd going crazy as the plane was taxiing in there. So I got that video. This, boy, this is fun. This is great celebration today. Stephen, what is today? Is today the 7th or what, what is today? Tuesday the 6th. Today's the 6th. Okay. I'm just trying to put all, get my mind back around all this. National title. The Bears win a national title. All right, Stephen, you want, we want to do one more, uh, Scott? You want to hear one more for Scott, or do we, have, do we have any more reports coming in from out there? You feel free to go to the text line if you'd like, the CNC Collision text line. Let's do one more, Scott. He, he was asked okay. towards the end of this uh, what this title meant to him. Uh, per- personally, uh, um, Jerry Colangelo uh, talked to my brother's team, and, and it was such a great message. We wanted to give it to our team, and that was um, uh, he had been there with the Suns, with the young franchise, and then he thought they would be back. And it was 17 year- years later when they got back, and you don't get these opportunities often. And when you do, you got to make the most of them. And I thought we were really on a mission to make the most of it. If we had a loss, we wanted to have no regrets. We wanted to leave it all on the table. Um, I can tell you in the coaching fraternity, getting to a Final Four, um, very similar to winning a national championship. There's usually some luck that goes into that. Um, and 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 we didn't even have to be lucky because uh, our guys were so dominant this entire tournament. I'm, uh, I don't know uh, what the lowest margin was, but nothing was one or two possessions. And uh, um, uh, that just speaks volumes to them. Uh, but, but as a coach, you, you never know when you're going to be able to get to a final four national championship. So you want to take advantage of those opportunities. And to me, it never defines a great coach. If you just like, there's so many players, NBA players never won an NBA championship and great college players that never went to a final four um, uh, I, I, I value coaches. Uh, do they make their players better um, spiritually, uh, academically, character-wise? Uh, are you preparing them for life? We call it champions for life at uh, Baylor. So um, really blessed that we were able to get to a Final Four and win a national championship because they're hard to do. And uh, this team still would have been an unbelievable team whether they won it or not, but they won it, and now Baylor's national champions they'll get invited to the white house they'll do all that stuff i mean just the craziest thing you can imagine all of this may just steven you and i might just join them and go to the white house you don't do that if you're interested in that we'll, we'll just jump right on that uh, on that uh, situation i'd like i'd love to cover that okay um steven incredible work by you you're going to do some fox work now uh three hours you and q do such a great job that you and r Man, people love that show. Here on ESPN Central Texas, uh, Glenn Stretch-Smith standing by, and that'll uh, bridge the way to uh, Tom, and uh, Tom Tom Barfield will do his thing. And so today is a day of celebration. Great job by Stephen. Boy, he went the extra mile today, and uh, we uh, love being with you for a couple of hours. We'll be back with you tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock. Everybody have a great one. We will see you soon.